The FCS College Football Experience SWAC Conference Season Preview and Picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes, score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize to first place. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Parlay Play. Yes, Parlay Play is a lead pipe lock for parlaying player props. Go to parlayplay.io, use the promo code SGP for a hundred percent deposit bonus today. And folks, as always, remember to let it ride. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get the last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code CFBX for twenty dollars off. And remember, as always, to let it ride. Hey, this is Eric Metcalf. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Some FCS football, and that includes every single division, including the SWAC, which uh, I think, you know, I look forward to that celebration bowl each and every year, and I look forward to watching some of these great rivalries in the SWAC year in and year out. Perhaps you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to. Well, my name is Colby Swig Dan to base Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. I'm always healthy when you're talking FCS college football, especially the swack. You know, I love the swack. And I think we might be on the front of a, uh, perhaps a different champion. We shall see. It's gotta be a lot of fun talking, uh, you know, each and every year, the swag is always, it always delivers. All right. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for, they call him the golf coast guru. He knows college football as good as any. Give it up for Mike Rose, AKA the golf coast guru. How you doing brother? What's up, man? Yeah, I know college football pretty well. What I didn't know is that every game that every team plays in the SWAC has a name. They have like four games that each team plays that has a name. I think that's pretty cool. That's what we love about college football. One more thing. I think this is the first chance we have to do this on this FCS edition of the college experience. Did you see the breaking news? A little bit of realignment happened. Did you see right now? No. What just happened? Bryant moved. For oh, two, I did uh, see yeah. that. I did there see you that. Go. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna swear, but they moved to the the coastal. The coastal. Oh right? God, stop <laughs> it! Just fucking stop it. They moved Come to the in. colonial. Uh, no, that's <laughs> an interesting they're, they're move. Have to beep that out in editing now. <laughs> uh, that's an interesting move because uh, the Bryant Bulldogs located in Rhode Island. Uh, 
Yeah, I did see that. I'm sorry. I, I thought you were talking FBS. I was like, please don't tell me, don't tell me Hawaii's <laughs> in the ACC. All no, right, no. because they're just they they care about the student athlete though. They I swear they care. Um, buddy, uh, this though is a fun. Hey, I think Bryant. That's an, the dude. The CAA just says, hey, we'll take a thousand teams. We'll be the FCS, <laughs> right? I mean, they're just gonna keep adding teams. Um, but uh, it, let's talk swack though, buddy, because I mean, you got. Uh, you gotta. Yeah, what you what you think of? Obviously, we have two divisions. Here. We're gonna break down two divisions, the East and the West. Um, what what you make of this whole uh, exercise as we as we get ready to uh, project how we think, you know, the the each team in the in the SWAC will place uh, and how they'll do in 2023. Yeah, I mean, super interesting, especially when you got a team, you know, like Jackson State with with uh, Coach Prime bringing in all the recruits over the last couple of years, you know, recruiting at a, at a high, like G five level pretty much, you know, and now he's gone. So um, you're going to have a change of the guard. I think you're going to have a little bit of differences. There's some of these teams are comically uh, uncharted here. (laughs) Some of them are pretty hard to dig up players, but I think there's some strong teams in this conference and it's a really fun one to dig into. And a lot of, a lot of history. Yeah, no uh, guys. I mean, there's some great rivalries here. People don't, they just don't know it. I feel like as much as, but they should. Um, and that's why we're here to help deliver that shout out to the chat. 3802 say, let's go. Weehawk says, let's go. And shout out to Jay Scott. It says, miss the big South OVC preview, but I love the show. And we gave a, a, a quick mention of his son, Jared Rhodes. There we go. Shout out to you, man. That's fantastic, yeah, man. Best absolutely. wishes on his future and best wishes on your future. Uh, and we got Jefferson E. White saying the swack is the home of the greatest wide receiver and running back. Yes, Jerry Rice, Walter Payton. Um, the swack has had so many good players. So many uh, people don't even realize that's like John <laughs> Stallworth, Doug Williams. Uh, you know, you can go obviously Air McNair. I mean, you can go on and on and on about the amount of great players that come out of this conference. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm sure there'll be more today. I, I mean like this next year. So um, yes, know your history folks, because this conference is, is rich in rivalries and rich in tradition. Uh, and to me, you know, if, it, the, if you were saying that you're in, you're all the way into college football and you don't appreciate the swag, uh, not buying it, not buying it. Because like I said, Southern grambling, that rivalry don't get much better people. You got to know the history on these things. Uh, absolutely fantastic. So, uh, all right, well, look, uh, let's get into it. But before we get into it, I want to tell you, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by the FCS college football experience brought to you by sports gathering podcast, Patreon. Yes. Sign up today for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL win totals contest thousand dollars in first place. Uh, besides season long contests, they also have weekly contests just for the patrons. Uh, plus a monthly SGP stories podcast, completely ad free and full of behind the scenes stories from SGPN. There's even a discord channel just for the patrons. So uh, check it out. Only, uh, only you can prevent corporate gambling. Do your part and sign up today. We've been rocking independent since 2011 folks. We take great pride in that, but you know, it's a team effect, man. Sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. 
We're also brought to you by Game Time. Look, uh, I don't know about you folks out there, but if you ever been to a game, I, and I, I use this one, I was in Missoula, Montana, doing some comedy, and it dawned on me that they were playing, they were hosting the Eastern Washington Eagles, and both were, you know, FCS top ten teams. Uh, and I was like, oh, I got to go to this game while I'm here since I'm gonna be here. I got to, and everyone in the town was talking about this game. That if you haven't been to Missoula, the whole t- the whole town shuts down for football. It's fantastic, but. I had a hard time getting tickets. I was checking all the, the online places. I, I couldn't find, this is like 10, 12, 13, 14 years ago. So uh, game time wasn't available then. All right. I couldn't find anything then. And I'm trying to scout, you know, I'm asking people at the bar, you got an extra ticket. I, I ended up, you know, finding a ticket, but paid way too much for a ticket there. Uh, and look really, that's why you should check out game time. The game time app. Absolutely. Fantastic. Also uh, uh, game time.co because buying, buying tickets to your favorite events should not be that stressful. All right. Game time is, is a fast and easy way to buy the tickets, you know, for all the sports, music, comedy, and, and theater stuff near you. Uh, and they got killer deals on last minute tickets and they have the best price guaranteed. You can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hype for the fun you'll be having at that very event. All right. And let me tell you, Game Time is the place for the last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. All right, Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, uh, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Uh, the Game Time guarantee means uh, you'll always have the best price too. If, in fact, if you find tickets in the same section, and, you know, or the row uh, that for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Holy hell. Snag the tickets without the stress with the ga- with Game Time, you know? Download the Game Time app, create an account and use the code uh CFBX for 20% off your first purchase. Yeah, I'm sorry. $20 off your first purchase, not 20% off. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code uh CFBX for $20 off. Download the Game Time app. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. All right, we are back on the SWAC preview 2023. Uh, can't wait for the season to start. And we uh, actually, I did see a little, little, we got a little week zero fun, right? Um, but how do you want to do this? Let's, should we start with the East or the West? Should we start East, go East to West? Or should we go west to east? How do you, what do you feel better about talking about here? You you started off east or west? You flip the coin. Flip the coin. What do you want? <laughs> I think uh, maybe maybe we'll go west, huh? That's that's what I think. Maybe maybe that's the side to start on. All righty, let's start with the west, where I am very curious, folks. And and you know, there's no shame in not being educated to this, even though I'm, you know I was shitting on you if you didn't know the the some of these great rivalries. Uh, Tomorrow's a new day, and uh, look, we're here to 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 break that down for you. The West in the SWAC is uh, consists of Arkansas, Pine Bluff, uh, Alcorn State, um, Grambling, or Grambling State, I think they officially say, but uh, I call them just Grambling for the most part. Uh, Texas Southern, Southern, and Prairie View. All right. So I'm curious who you have as dead last in this conference. Yeah, I got to go with the uh, extremely golden lions of Arkansas pine bluff. That's who I had coming in at sixth in the West. Interesting. Going with the golden lions 
I did not. I like this. We start off from the start having having contrast. That's the way I like it. When we agree, it bothers me. I go home bothered. Um, but uh, so tell me, wh- why do you have Arkansas st- uh, Arkansas State Arkansas Pine Bluff uh, last in the in the swack? Uh, yeah. So you got a first time head coach coming in. You lost uh cave on Britain. He transfers to Tarleton state who we uh, covered a little bit ago. And that, that's a big loss. That's a thousand yard back. That's gone. You lost your starting quarterback. Uh, you lost your wide receiver one. You lost a whole bunch on defense. Uh, Jamari and Henderson to the portal. He was a linebacker, three interceptions, one fumble recovery, Nathan Stewart, defensive back uh, graduates. One of their best players out there. Um, you got a couple names coming in defensive end cam visor, someone they're very excited about had offers from Colorado, Kansas, Memphis, Texas tech, uh, defensive back, uh, deuce Cooper comes in who was a high school, all conference player. So that's good, but a lot of names missing. I think this is a team that's going to struggle. Uh, there's a couple names coming in that I saw that I might be excited about, but let's see, let's see what you think about, uh, the golden lions here. Well, I mean, they bring in Alonzo Hampton as the new head coach. He replaces Doc Gamble, uh, who went nine and eighteen in three seasons. Uh, but Hillock Hampton returns to Pine Bluff. He was part of the staff back in the day when they were a much better program. I think he knows what it takes. The familiarity there. Now, I I do agree the roster overhaul, the changes, very concerning. I I don't have them as a very good team this year, but I do think they made the right steps. Hiring, uh, hiring people. I know Bobby Acosta comes in as the offensive coordinator. He's, he's been he's been a longtime offensive coordinator in college football, um, you know. And uh, the defense coordinator is uh, David Callaway, uh, who comes over from Central Methodist University. But um, really, I just feel like you can kind of trust you, you kind of trust the coaching hire. You know, I yeah, I, I get it. You, we can go position by position and. Uh, you know, they've lost big time guys um, for the most part on almost, almost every single position. I'll, I'll tell you though, what, what stood out to me was the wide receiver room. I think the wide receiver room could be pretty good. Um, you know, with, with, with the likes of uh, they have a North Dakota transfer, what Christen Cochran coming in mm-hmm. uh, Javon Williams from Kent state. Also Maurice Lloyd. Uh, they have a, a, a kid, Kenji Lewis. They're excited about. Um, I mean, I think the receiver room, Damon Dawkins. Uh, I think the receiver room might be pretty good. The Juke, they have a Juco transfer. That's that's what I noticed. There's a lot of Juco transfers on this team. Uh, Raekwon Prince. Uh, you know, I I kind of think I'm just this is kind of a, a me having faith in the coaching staff. Um, but yes, it is concerning that they have just a ton of of brand new players. You um, saw uh, Ra- Raekwon booked it. You saw that, right? He did. Where did he head out to? He's uh, Southwest Oklahoma State. What the <laughs> so, hell? Yeah, <laughs> So that's Going where Dennis Rodman went to school. Yeah. Um, well, either way, I mean, one thing that stood out to me was the wide receiver room. I thought the wide receiver room was pretty was pretty good, and uh, I, I, yeah, I, I know we have to figure out the quarterback scenario. I know there's an open competition, um, but you know. I think they can figure that out through the year. Like once again, I'm not calling for them to be in the celebration bowl. I'm just saying, I think I trust the coaching staff. He's been here before. He's done a good job, and I think he'll uh, restore restore some pride to Arkansas State. Not or Arkansas Pine Bluff. Jesus, I keep saying Arkansas State. Um, 
I mean, they're about the same level of good, honestly. <laughs> the Arkansas Pine Bluff probably has a better coach, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, like I said, I don't. I'm not super uh, bullish on on Pine Bluff here, but I'm saying like I think I trust the coach. Now, you know who I don't trust um, is the likes of uh, our boy Hugh Jackson. Oof. So I am <laughs> going to be that guy. Now I know it's year two, and he probably. He probably should have a lot better talent there. You know what I mean? They, there should be, and they're going to know his system more. So maybe I am the fool in that capacity, but uh, no, I mean, I think this team, I think this team is going to be pretty shaky, but hold on before, before, before we talked out, before we talk grambling, I want us to go through Arkansas's schedule. So uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff schedule. Let me just pull that up. I had one of these windows had this open. Um, Cause I, I want you to build a case on what their record will be. So let's jump in and talk a little golden lion football here. Uh, week one, they are taking on the Tulsa golden hurricane. Hey, I'll say this. <laughs> They're replacing a brand new head coach too. Now Tulsa should Kevin Wilson's a solid coach, but you know, stranger things have happened. Uh, week two, they get the Southern heritage classic in uh, the Liberty bowl, taking on Eddie George. They're coming off of uh, Notre Dame. Interesting. Maybe there'll be a body blow taken on Notre Dame, but uh, yeah, they probably do start out zero and two. You? Yeah, same for me. I got them. I got them starting out zero and two. I mean, you know, Notre Dame. They're such a great football team. I'm sure everybody out there knows they're amazing. They're the best, and, and that game's <laughs> gonna be. <laughs> got a got a crowbar it in, brother. <laughs> Golf Coast Guru is is a Notre Dame fan here. All right, oh, yeah. so uh, I listen to yeah. enough hate about yeah. my Irish on yeah. this on this. On this brand, I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> just because I locked up the under doesn't mean I hate him. All right, um, but uh, okay, so Owen uh, two, and uh, yeah, I mean, look, I get it. You pull up last year's thing; they got their ass whooped in a lot of games. But I see opportunity here. Week three, the Golden Bears of Miles are coming to town. I think it's a winnable game. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah. yeah I One. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Then they're at Alabama A and M on a Thursday night. Love those weeknight college football games. Uh, they probably I, I got them losing that one. I mean, yeah, I got them struggling uh, in conference because I think they lose to Southern the very next week at Simmons Bank Field in Pine Bluff. They get a bye week before they head down to Rice Totten Stadium uh, to take on Mississippi Valley State, the Delta Devils. Jerry Rice's alma mater. Um, I got them losing that too. Yeah, I mean, so this is, be, this is a game you'd really like to see at home for Arkansas Pine Bluff. So on the road, I got I got them dropping that one as well. The very next week, they are home to Alcorn State for homecoming. Hey, you never know, homecoming. You never know. <laughs> uh, then you get Jackson State. Obviously, Dion Dion heads off. TC Taylor take it over. Um, I still think Jackson State's going to be a player. Uh, at Prairie View, Bubba McDowell. I had a chance to interview Bubba McDowell in the past year. That was fantastic. Great guy. Uh, and uh, I know he's excited about his roster. Uh, then you get a Friday game, weeknight, on uh, taking on Grambling. This is it, buddy. Nationally televised, ESPNU. It's a win. And check us out. I actually call for, like, they're going to get somebody else. They're going to be Grambling. They're going to get somebody else, I think, too. I don't know who it is, but they're going to, they're going to pull an upset. Maybe it'll be, 
I don't know. Maybe it'll be Texas Southern in the final game of the season. I don't know. I feel like they can get somebody because that's that, that's the thing you got to realize with first year coaches. By the time November comes around, you're going to be like a completely different team than you were in September. So maybe they can bite somebody. That's why you don't like this schedule. That's why I have them uh, in in the in the rear of this conference. Is you'd prefer to get Jackson State and Prairie View at the top, in my opinion, mm-hmm. but uh, just because you're going to lose to them anyway, so you might as well. Uh, but still, uh, yeah, let's take a look because I have Grambling. I have Grambling. Um, I'm curious your your thoughts. What did you have Grambling second to last? I did actually. Yeah, uh, no faith in Hugh Jackson for me either. Um, much more talented roster, I will say that than Arkansas Pine Bluff. So uh, Grambling beat Arkansas Pine Bluff last year, thirty six to ten. Grambling brings back a lot of the same pieces. Pine Bluff loses a lot of what they had. So that's my uh, logic. I don't think a lot of Hugh Jackson squad here, but at the same time, more talented beat them last year. I think they get them again. What do you like on the Grambling offense, though? What What do you sell it to me on this Grambling offense? I mean, what is it? Is it uh, Lyndon Rash, the the wide receiver? I think he's pretty good, but uh, I I just have my concerns with. Uh, Grambling, even though they have fucking awesome uniforms, um, I I just think this team. You look at this team now. The defense side of the ball, I'm a little more sold that Grambling could be all right. Lewis Matthews at the linebacker spot. Uh, it, what Sun Sundiata? Uh, I'm probably butchering your name. Sorry, uh, Anderson out on the defensive line. Um, there's a couple guys here. Quincy Mitchell in the secondary. I think the defensive side of the ball is probably going to be the strong suit for for Grambling, but. Come on, you know I like to fade, Hugh Jackson. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I got them. Sell me on the offense. Sell me why you think. Do you have anybody on the offensive side of the ball that you could say, hey, look, this this is why I'm bullish on on Grambling here? Yeah, so they do lose uh Quaterius, Quaterius Hawkins. He went to uh Northwestern State. That was their quarterback last year. But Julian Calvez comes back, 685 yards, five touchdowns, six interceptions. Not great, mm. but he was a freshman. So fair, there you go. Fair. You fair. lose your running back. You lose Maurice Washington. Pretty good season he had. 589, seven touchdowns, 9.7 average. But Floyd Chalk the fourth, another young player, kind of a youth movement we got going on here. He averaged 6.1 yards per carry as I believe he was but, a freshman as well. Uh, so did Chance Williams, was also a freshman last year. I did see that they brought in an Oregon wide receiver transfer. They did. J.R. Walters yeah, comes that, in, former that three-star is, recruit. That is that is uh, you know, if you're playing for the Ducks, you could you could play some ball. There That's interesting. Uh, but at the same time, I'm I'm curious, uh, you know, why you think I just I, I just don't have faith in him as a coach. Do you? <laughs> no. No, I will never have faith uh in Hugh Jackson as a coach. I mean, I, I'm from about 45 minutes away from Cleveland. I got to see the whole Hugh Jackson experience un- unfold in front of my eyes. And, uh, you know, when he said he would go jump into Lake Erie when it was frozen, if they didn't win a game, and <laughs> he's, <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> he's a, he's a special character, but Hey, he is a respected coach still to this day. Somehow. I don't know how, but it's, it's, he's bringing in some recruits. I mean, you mentioned he the Oregon well, he's got NFL. Got- I mean, his resume has got, a, I mean, as much as I like the joke and fade him as a head coach, I mean, the guy still coached in the NFL for a long time. So it's not like I'm trying to say he's a true piece of shit or something, but I'm saying like, um, I just wonder at, a, at, at as a head coach, I do really wonder about, you know, 
a lot of these NFL guys, when they go to college do struggle, look at, I mean, look around. I mean, even so, when oh, that's a lovey Smith, man, come on. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but, but when Bill Walsh went back to Stanford the second time, like college game changes a lot. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, when, when you, when you go and when you drop down NFL, yeah, I know Harbaugh pulled it off, but like, there's not that many. I don't think that uh, have a lot of success going, you know, NFL to college uh, and maybe vice versa. You can say the same with Saban or, or urban Meyer or something going up uh, cliff Kingsbury, but uh, let's talk about the schedule because they are home. Uh, well, no, they're not home. They're uh, they're heading to uh, what is this? I thought it was, this is like an MLS stadium. I'm drawing a blank on the name of the stadium right now. It's in New Jersey. Uh, they're taking on uh, Red Bull Arena. There we go. Taking on the Hampton Pirates Saturday, September second, in the Brick City Classic on NFL Network, nationally televised game. So that's cool. I mean, I just think Hampton's going to beat them. Do you? Uh, actually, no, I don't. Uh, Hampton struggled mightily last year, only beating Albany in conference uh, four and seven. So uh, I, I think Grambling could come out and fire in a little bit. I, I, I give him the win. I smell a wager. I smell a wager. Uh, week two, though, unfortunately, they got to go take on Brian Kelly and his family. Um, I got them zero and two. You got them one and one. Oh, obviously they're going to win this game, but no, no, I got them one and one. Hey, I'll be honest though, I like the game <laughs> on the schedule. I know, like we, you know, I just like the region out. Like the Grambling is cool, man. Like mm-hmm. I just picture like they're his, they're a historic college football program. So even though they're not like necessarily good now. I still like them playing LSU. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. Week three, Eddie Robinson Stadium in Grambling, Louisiana. Florida Memorial c- comes in. All right, you can sell me on this one. This is it. This is that win, right? There we go. Week two. Oh, I'm sorry, not week two. Week four. Uh, Saturday, September 23rd, Texas Southern. The Tigers are coming into Eddie Robinson Stadium. <sighs> By the way, there's a great clip of Eddie Robinson in the early '80s talking to Congress about how they should, uh, regarding TV companies owning college football games, very relevant for what's happening today. <laughs> and the great Eddie Robinson, the great Eddie Robinson, definitely uh, sh- check out that clip because he's he's looking like a fucking genius. Um, uh, well, he was pretty much. But uh, anyway, uh, Texas Southern. Where are you with Texas Southern? See, this is one that I thought was winnable for Grambling, but I took Texas Southern. What'd you do there? So Texas Southern, I do, I do think this is a winnable game, but then you look at what kind of happened last year. They beat the holy hell out of Grambling State, so it's uh, kind of hard to to go the other way on that one. So I did give them a loss here. All right, so I got them at one and three. You got them at two and two. Uh then the they're playing at the Cotton Bowl. Love this game on the schedule. Check it on Prairie View. I'm kind of bullish on Prairie View this year, so uh, I think it's a loss. You? Yeah, I gave him a loss as well. I think Prairie View is a, a much better team. They also beat Alcorn State a year ago. Somehow, I don't <laughs> think that happens. Now it's uh, they're going to Jack Spink Stadium there in Lorman, Mississippi. Alcorn State beats Grambling. I'm curious what you're doing here. I want to see yeah. where you get these wins. <laughs> no, I got a, I got them dropping this one. I, I mean, keep in mind I do have them fifth fifth in the West, so you know I don't I don't have them with the any hopes for the national championship, <laughs> anything like that. So <laughs> uh, I do got them dropping that one. All right, and then for they come back for homecoming, which you know 
it's homecoming. Maybe, you know, they won one last year that I didn't see coming. Maybe they can clip Alabama A and M at home there at Eddie Robinson Stadium, but I'm leaning A and M, man. What are you doing here? It's homecoming, and uh, something you see a lot in the SWAC is is teams that shouldn't necessarily beat another team. They pull it off, and I think this is a good spot. So this is one of the other spots I did give a win to Grambling State. I got them beating them. Then we got a bye week on October twenty first, and Halloween weekend, the Bethune Cookman Wildcats. Uh, look, Bethune's program, a lot of question marks right now. Um, I think Charles Barkley did give them a bunch of money recently, but this is the win, buddy. This is where Hugh Jackson grabs that dub and they beat Bethune Cookman on Halloween weekend. What are you doing here? Yeah, I, I, I it's going to be hard to find a team that's uh, more in more disarray than Bethune Cookman. I, I got the win here. Uh, then they head down to the port city classic in mobile, Alabama to take on the Hornets of Alabama state. I think that's a loss. How about yourself? Agreed. Awesome. And then a short week nationally televised game on the road against Arkansas Pine Bluff. I told you this is the tiebreaker and this is why this is why Pine Bluff does not finish completely in the basement. They're going to beat Grambling. And this is where we differ, I think, right? Yeah, I mean this is obviously where I turn out to be the genius all along and and, and <laughs> I really know my stuff. This is this is an easy win for Grambling State. So we got this, man. Uh, what, what what do you want to put on this? Some shots? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, <laughs> whatever, go. buddy, you name it. Let's go. All right. Uh, nationally televised. Love that stuff. And then obviously they get the bye week on November 18th. And then folks um, do yourself a favor. If you're, if you're just a, uh, if you're just a, a college football fan, I don't know. Maybe you're just into the name brands. Get yourself, make it, make it a point to go out and watch this game. The Bayou classic, uh, the Superdome in new Orleans. Uh, it's just fantastic. Uh, the bands, everything, um, the, it's, it's, it's what, one of the reasons why college football is great. In my opinion, get your, uh, you know, get your eyes on the game. I think you'll be impressed with it, man. Um, the Bayou classic though, they're going to lose because Southern's better. And uh, yeah, I don't think the team's going to be very good this year. So I do have them with just two wins. Yeah. I mean, I, I got them with five, you know, so not a terrible, terrible season, but uh, I st- still fifth for me. And uh, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised to he- for you to drop a little bit more than that, but uh, obviously still, you know, way better than Arkansas pie bluff. We Let's all talk, know it. We'll talk about that Hampton game. That you're just <laughs> giving away wins. Uh, Hampton's going to, Hampton's going to put it on him. My pirates going to put it on him. Let's go. Uh, all right, look, let's jump on over to the next uh, team we have ranked. Uh, well, so you had you had uh, Grambling essentially uh, fifth. Um, I had him sixth. Who do you have at four then? Uh, you did have Pine Bluff at five, or did you have him in the celebration bowl? Oh no, I had <laughs> <laughs> no, I had him at five. Okay, okay I had him at five. Uh, All right, I, I got a uh, Texas Southern here at four in the West. Yep. Okay. Now we're back. We're seeing eye to eye here. Uh, Texas Southern, I think, uh, you know, interesting, interesting team because they weren't bad last year, five and six season under Clarence McKinney. Um, you know, you could sell me. This was a hard team for me to forecast. I'll be honest. Uh, this is one, like, I feel like Grambling and Arkansas Pine Bluff are going to be pretty shitty. Whereas Texas Southern, I could, I, I could buy in a little bit. Uh, Obviously, dual threat quarterback Andrew Bodie or Body is back. Um, this guy had 37 
total TDs in two seasons. That is impressive right there. Um, and uh, you know, they also have a first team wide receiver, Derek Morton. A little concern on the defensive side of the ball, but uh, <laughs> tell me why. Tell, talk to me about Texas Southern. Yeah. So one thing so far that I like right off the rip and uh, there, there's a lot of new head coaches coming into this conference, a lot of new players, a lot of transfers going on. So Clarence McKinney, this is year five for him. Um, and he's gone steadily up. Oh, and 11 in his first year, one and two in the COVID year, whatever three and eight the year after that. And then like you said, five and six. So we're on the right trajectory. We got the quarterback coming back. We have a running back room that has three running backs, Ladarius Owens, Ja'Cory Howard, and Kevin Harris, all uh, experienced. So you got a ton going on there, running back, uh, top two wide receivers come back. And then there are some names, you know, linebacker Tariq Cooper, number one tackler last year. He comes back. Jacob Williams, number two tackler. He comes back. You had Michael Akins on the defensive line, three sacks as a freshman. Gotta like that. So um, defensive side of the ball, I think definitely the weaker side, but there's a lot more consistency for this program than a lot of the other teams. So I think there is, there is some uh, potential here. And you want to talk about uh, alumni that come out of this conference. How about some Michael Strahan, baby, Texas Southern. Oh, Let's go. There we go. Uh, yeah, no, this is one that I thought I really could be wrong with. All right. Um, I, I, I thought the defense though was an area where I said, yeah, don't feel great about this, but I do think, I do think they, like they could be better than what we think. I think they could contend for a championship, but um, I don't know. I just want to see the defensive side of the ball to be a little more. Uh, I know they bring in what a UTSA transfer, Xavier player. UTSA has been killing it in the uh, conference USA as they prepare to jump to the AAC. Um, no, I mean, the defensive side of the ball is the real X factor. Offensive side of the ball, when I look at the the offense, I honestly think like they could really be a problem for the whole conference. Mm-hmm. Um, they they got the the Furman transfer also, J- Jace Wilson coming in. I mean, they they really could put up some points. I feel like um, schedule though. Now you look back a, a year ago, they were able to beat Southern. They beat Arkansas Pine Bluff. They beat Grambling by thirty four. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they beat Alcorn State, so like, but you know, it's not like they killed it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like they killed it. They still lost to Alabama State now in a close game and A and M in close games. If they can win those close games, they could be a lot better. Let's let's look at uh, Week One because I'm excited for the Week One matchup. Uh, I think Prairie View A and M and and Texas Southern is a good game to watch Week One. You know, Week One slate uh, traditionally, and I feel like. This year, even in the FBS, not that good. Um, the FCS, like the the, the bet, it's kind of a weaker FCS slate. The, the games that jumped out, I've talked about this before, like uh, w- uh, William and Mary Campbell. I want to see that game. I want to see Holy Cross Merrimack. I want to see Eastern Illinois, Indiana State, even Eastern Washington, North Dakota State. But also, this is on my list of like top top ten to fifteen games in the FCS to watch. Week one is Texas Southern. Uh, hosting Prairie View, so I have Prairie View winning this game, but I think this could be a game. What are you doing here? So one thing I found out when I was uh, researching this conference and, and and taking my notes and everything is I did not know how to spell friggin' Prairie 
before this conference. So now I'm super familiar with it. There's two eyes. I, I guess I didn't know that. I, I am an idiot. <laughs> we appreciate we appreciate your honesty. Um, but uh, I do have I do have Prairie View taking this game. Yeah. So then this is what's a little crazy, and this is why you could make a point on Grambling being able to steal that game. Uh, I circled that that Grambling game because man, they're hitting the road. They're going to Toledo, Ohio to take on the Rockets. Toledo won the MAC a year ago. That's a loss. Then they are heading to Houston, Texas, take on the Rice Owls. Rice is starting JT Daniels, who's like seventy-four years old. All right, <laughs> JT Daniels played he played ball with Night Train Lane. You know what I mean? Like that, he's that fucking old. Uh, I got a one and two out the gate, uh, but that's what I mean. This is a great spot for Grambling to catch them because they're on the road for three straight r- weeks, which is fucking brutal. And uh, I still took them to beat Grambling. But I'm a little nervous. That's like that when I, if you had to tell me where's Grambling going to get their other win, I don't think it's Pine Bluff. I think it's there. So uh, I still got them. Uh, I got them two and two though. After or, I'm sorry, I got them one and three after four. Yeah, yeah, same here. I think uh, JT Daniels will pack in his bridge game a little early before that game, and he'll be nice and ready. So they'll take him down. Toledo, that's no prayer. And uh, I got him losing the prayer view, but. Beating Grambling, I mean, that is a tricky spot for him being on the road for the third straight week. But like I said, 41 to 7 last year, you just, you got to give the nod to Texas Southern here with the roster that they're bringing back. It's pretty much the same two teams going out there for a lot of it. So, yeah, uh, one and three. Well, and then they take on the Lincoln, California Oaklanders, which my favorite team in college football. You, you know about this team, right? We talked <laughs> about this team. Yeah, they, yeah, they, played they on don't the play road home games, they don't even have a home conference. stadium. <laughs> Fucking incredible. Uh, I'm really rooting for them, but uh, they're not going to win against Texas Southern. Texas Southern will win. Uh, then there's a bye week. So the schedule is a little kind here. The schedule is a little kind getting Lincoln CA and then a bye week. And then you're at Bethune Cookman in Daytona Beach, Florida. I think that's a win. I think they beat Bethune Cookman. I'm not very high on Bethune Cookman. I don't know if you are, but I'm not very high on, on the old Wildcats. Reggie Theus is uh <laughs> He's currently the athletic director there, but uh, what are you doing here? Yeah, that game's that game's in Daytona down there, and Ed, Ed Reed might come down and burn down that whole city before the start of the season. So I'm gonna have to say uh, <laughs> Texas Southern gets this one done. Well, th- see, and this is why I think Texas Southern. This schedule is brutal to me because you get those three straight away games in September. It makes that Prairie View game so important week one, the uh the Labor Day classic there in Houston. Uh because this next four game stretch I think is is really brutal. I don't care that some of them are home. They're they're so they're home to a Florida A and M, who I happen to think very highly of. Right. They are at Southern in Baton Rouge there. I gotta favor Southern. They're at Jackson State back to back, and and like I said, TC Taylor squad. There's they're a lot more talented than people. Just because Dion left and brought his Louie to to Boulder, I think there's still a lot of good talent on that Jacksonville or on that Jacksonville on that Jackson State roster. And then they're home to Alcorn State, which I mean, I think they're pretty decent. So I think those four games in a row, and actually that's why that's why the Pine Bluff game I think is winnable. You could see some quit after a run like that. You could see some quit, and then all of a sudden, Pine Bluff, the Golden Lions, might be able to steal one. Uh, all in all, though, I got them losing all f- all four of those games: Southern Jackson State or Florida A and M, Southern Jackson State, and Alcorn State. How about yourself? 
I got him losing three of those games. I have a little upset special coming. Fred McNair doesn't know what he's doing walking in Shell Energy Stadium. Let's go. Let's get it done, Texas Southern. Haven't beaten Alcorn. Losing there, the rest, though. Beating there we go. I've, but it, dude, isn't their schedule harder than, in my opinion, the schedule is harder than, than, than uh, pine bluff and Grambling's. Definitely. I, I agree with that. There's, there's some really tough stretches there. Southern and Jackson state. That's brutal. Yeah. Okay. Both so, so look, we both agreed. We both agreed that Texas Southern was fourth uh, at third. I had all corn state. Who did you? Okay. I knew we were going to be different here. Uh, I got, I got Prairie view Prairie two eyes. Mm, mm. <laughs> Fading my boy. Uh look, uh okay. Well, uh let's let's talk about Prairie View because I I think it, you know, I think if you're a Prairie View fan, you should come in super optimistic here. Um they've been better. First off, Bubba McDowell's done a great job overachieving expectations uh each year. And look, they had the number one rushing attack in the SWAC a season ago. Trazan Conley rushed for 661 yards and three t- or 13 touchdowns. Um, also Ahmad Antoine, uh, 627 yards on the ground. And then had, uh, Caleb Johnson. Um, look, I think this, this team could win the conference Prairie view. This is where we're different here is like, I think they are a player to win the conference or uh, I'm sorry, win the West this year. Um, talk to me on why you you're fading my guy, Bubba McDowell. So, I mean, you hit a lot of the names, uh, somebody that they're pretty excited about actually is from Alabama and M transferred uh, in conference, albeit the other side and the other division, but uh, Brian juice Jenkins coming in uh, transferring from Alabama and M I've been seeing a lot of hype about him in the spring game and stuff like that. I guess he's fitting right in. So bringing back linebacker, Keyshawn Johnson, not wide receiver, but linebacker, he comes back. There's a, there's a lot on this team to be excited about. What it really comes down to, uh, to jump the shark a little bit here, uh, go ahead and myself, it's the schedule. Um, there's two teams I have above them, and they play them both on the road. That was the thing. So I, I do think this is a really good team. I think Bubba McDowell has it going in the right direction. I think their schedule uh, gets tough on the road once they hit the road. It's, it's real hard. Uh, it is, especially in the month of September, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh that's why it's a must win game. Says so Saturday, September 2nd, when they go to Texas Southern, I circle that. I think they're the better team. I think they will win that game. Uh, week two though, Abilene Christian is coming calling and Abilene's decent, but I do, I think it's going to be a game. Ooh. You think, you think this is going to be just Abilene dominates. I don't think Abilene dominates. I mean, it was a close game last year. They only uh, lost yeah. like eight points. Uh, what I really think though, is that they lose one of those two games. So I got it going. They beat Southern, lose to Abilene, but I think it's one way or the other. Well, then they're at uh, SMU, which I do expect them to lose. Then they're at Alcorn State. See, the only thing that scares me is you're playing SMU the week before. I think they can beat Alcorn. I have them beating Alcorn. I have them two and two after their first four. How about you? No, I got them dropping the SMU game mm. and dropping the Alcorn mm. game. I think. Mm. Uh, that's really where we're different. It's not that I think this team's not good. It's just that's a tough game for a second stretch of a of back-to-back road trip. Uh, but to me, it opens up a little bit here. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to beat Grambling State in the uh, Cotton Bowl. There, I think they're going to beat Mississippi Valley State. Little that game's interesting to me though. But uh, I, because it's in Prairie View, Texas, I think they get it done. Then they head to Houston Christian. Houston Christian, we just went through them. They're breaking into brand new hood coach. They're going to win that game. 
I like this schedule. Now they get a bye week. Uh, thankfully, they get the bye week right before Florida A and M. They're gonna need it because I think Florida A and M is gonna fuck them up. But uh, mm-hmm. then they're home to to Arkansas Pine Bluff. I think they get that dub at Southern is the game of the year to me. I think it will decide the division. To let you know how bullish I am on Prairie View, uh, give me the upset on Oof. Prairie View winning this thing. All right, uh, that game's gonna be great. Then they're home to Alabama State. I think they take care of business. They they need to not overlook the Alabama State game though. Um, so, buddy, hate to tell you this, that's who I have winning this thing. Uh, let's talk now about uh, you know Alcorn State because. Because wait, wait, you have all, all corn state number one. I do have all corn state. Wow. Number one, actually. We're all over the place. This is fantastic. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, look, uh, I can tell you this, like uh, all corn state. I thought was probably a little bit better, better roster wise than their record a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look and they got uh, Howard back at the running back spot. He's good. Mm-hmm. Um, do you worry at all about the quarterback spot in Alcorn? No. So um, I, I think first of all, last year was kind of like an aberration for this team. I mean, Fred McNair has been doing a really good job since coming in in 2016. He has four winning seasons under his belt, 41 and 29. And, and they were held in pretty high regard last year. They underperformed. Hey, sometimes that happens. Uh, yeah. Aaron Allen's coming back. He, he, rough year, 1389 uh, through the air, seven touchdowns, seven interceptions. So you don't like to see that, especially from somebody who's a former three-star uh, Louisiana tech recruit. So tough to see that, but also Tyler Makins coming in from Missouri. Uh, and from what I'm seeing, it's looking like he could be the week one starter. So that's uh that's, that's a power five. That's an sec, you know, recruit coming into this team. Showing that Fred McGriff, uh, Fred McGriff, Fred McNair still yeah. has shout out, the, shout uh, out to Fred McGriff though, yeah, crime dog baby, you yeah. have to. <laughs> uh, hey, this this is the Braves, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, that's true. There you go. Um, well, I can tell you this: the defensive side of the ball, defensive side of the ball, has some guys that I think uh, you know I can understand the. Uh, the excitement there a little bit, but no, I mean, my, my thing is I, I actually thought the schedule, that was my logic on this, but yeah, defensive side of the ball, uh, Anderson on the D lines, a stud, one of the best defensive linemen in the, uh, in the, in the swack. Uh, they also have what Lewis Matthews at the linebacker spot. Uh, they have some guys on the defensive side of the ball, not Lewis Matthews. I'm sorry. Uh, Terrence Ellis. Yeah. Uh, Terrence Ellis. Yeah. Um, Malachi Bailey, big name. Yeah. Yeah, yep. s- sorry, my I, I have notes here, and I uh, I zoomed out in the middle of me reading oh, them. All good. Yeah, it's it's um, it's the lines on both sides of the ball that you really have to watch for the D line and the O line, which you love yeah. to see. O line bringing two preseason All Conference first teamers, TJ Yarborough and Will Ready, and you go ahead and put a running back behind them, Jarvie and Howard, twelve hundred yards, twelve touchdowns last year. So I'm really liking the O line and D line play, and I, I think there's names here. I think uh, I think they're a sleeper. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, my apologies. I was reading off of uh, my wrong notes as I, I basically shot out of the, uh, I zoomed out. So I was kind of talking out of my ass, but uh, Malachi Bailey on the defensive line is, is, is one that I, I think you should watch for. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. Let's talk about the schedule because I, I think this is where we differ here. Um, week one, they get to the rock. Welcome to the rock. 
Uh, to quote the great Sean Connery, uh, this is a loss. Southern Miss, Frank Gore Jr. They're gonna take him down. You got uh, what do you could you call for an upset there? No, no, absolutely not. Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Uh, spent a spent a night in jail down in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. So that was fun. It's a, it's oh, a nice. cool place. But I will say that they uh, they do love their football down there. So there, there's nice. at least that. Always fun to go to jail. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> younger, younger, yeah. dumber times. Yeah. Yeah. Mil- military days. <laughs> oh, okay. There we go. Uh, look, uh, shout out to that. Um, uh, week two, they go to Homer Bryce stadium to take on Stephen F. Austin. I got that as a loss. You same, same. All right. I'm wondering where we differ here. Then they're home to McNeese. This is a winnable game, but you know, what's going to happen. They're going to lose. It was a winnable game last year when they beat them 30 to 19. I that, got them getting this one done uh, down in Mississippi. Let's go. That's why the revenge buddy, the revenge angle. Uh, and then Prairie view is going to get them. Oh, and four to start the season. Let's go uh, <laughs> two, two and two for me. Then they're at Alabama state. I think that's a kind of a 50, 50 game for me, but I kind of favor Alabama state. What'd you do there? I actually got them pulling a little bit of a road warrior upset here. I, th- I think uh, Alabama state's really good team. Um, but I got Alcorn State taking it. All right, now this one's a win. Homecoming, Hugh Jackson comes into town, Jack Spink Stadium. Uh, that's a win for me. Then you get the bye week. There, this is where the schedule, like, kind of like the between Grambling, they get the bye week. Get your mind right. You beat Arkansas Pine Bluff in uh, Simmons Bank Stadium. Uh, then you are hosting the Delta Devils, Mississippi Valley State. Who'd you take on that one? No, I, I have a uh, Alcorn taking down both Pine Bluff and Mississippi. Yeah, I did too. I did too. Uh, then you got the big game here against the Southern Jaguars on ESPN plus on November 4th. That game's huge, but uh, yeah, I had Southern winning that one. Uh, then they're at Texas Southern and at Jackson state. I had them. Uh, I had them actually uh, losing both of those. I actually did have them dropping the back to back road stretch on at the end of the year as well. But um, that's kind of where my case is formed is, is the two teams that I had close to them in this conference is Prairie view and it's Southern and they get them both at home. And I think they could win both those games. So that's where I'm at. All right. Now let's jump on over and talk about, so you had them winning the conference or the division. I'm sorry. The division. Yeah. Yeah. And I had, I had Prairie view and my second place team and your second place team, I think was the, was the Southern Jaguars. Correct. Yes, sir. All right. Well, look, let's talk about this team because what I like about Southern is, uh, you know, I think they have the best defense defense mm-hmm. wins divisions. All right. I know they say championships. I'm saying these defense wins divisions in this, in this instance. Uh, yeah. I like the, the Taj Brown, six and a half sacks. Come on. Kelby Givens, five and a half sacks linebacker, Jalen Campbell, 82 tackles, 14 tackles for loss. Defensive uh, back Jordan Carter also had four takeaways. Buddy, this team, uh, this team's going to be good. This team's going to be good. So uh, they got uh, what Harold Blood getting in there. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think this is a this is a big time. This is this this team. I struggle with this because I think they they could win against Prairie View, but I I took Prairie View. Um, what, talk to me about, about the Southern Jaguars and, and what, what you see out of this team in 2023. Yeah, so definitely for one, the same thing you were talking about is the defense. All the names you hit, those are names I circled as well. Uh, they also transfer in three-star Marshall uh, transfer defensive back Keelan Roach. So that's another name to look out for there. Eric Dooley in his first season goes seven and five. 
Uh, he went 20 and 17 at Prairie View from 2018 to 2021. So this guy's already kind of proven a proven commodity in the conference. Harold Blood, you mentioned, uh, he's a four-year player with this program. So he has a lot of experience uh, with the team, even though the coach is newer. He's still at least got one year under his belt with him. Uh, but they also do bring in three-star UAB transfer Dylan Mayroda, which I did see he was getting some burn in the spring game. So Harold Blood, from what I understand, slight favorite, but you do have some talent there behind him. Running back was kind of a concern of mine. Kendrick Rhymes, uh, 351 yards, five touchdowns. That was the only big name I saw coming back at running back. Um, but the whole wide receiver room, basically the top three wide receivers at least, are back. So there's talent here, and this defense is killer. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I think it's going to come down between to, between Prairie View and Southern. I know you're on Alcorn. It's going to be fun to watch. I got PV pulling it off, but uh, no, I mean Southern certainly could as well, folks. That concludes the A side of this. If you're uh, listening to the podcast, uh, let's uh, let's uh, well, actually, let me tell you this. Actually, before before I conclude the A side, I want to tell you that the college football experience SWAC conference preview uh, is brought to you by parlay play. Yes. Parlay play is a great way to get down on your favorite parlayed player props. Uh, football season's right around the corner and parlay play will have you, you know, covered with all your favorite plop uh, player props. Uh, parlay plays available in a ton of different States too, including California and Texas. Plus our good friends up North in Canada. Hello, Parlay plays available in a bunch of those provinces. So check us out. Uh, when you sign up, make sure you use our code. You'll get a sweet bonus to get started today. Once again, a parlay that I liked uh, for week zero is I like the over in the USC San Jose state game. And I also like Jacksonville state and rich Rodriguez to get their first win in the FBS as an FBS member against UTEP. So get on over there. Check out that head on over to parlayplay.io. Use that promo code SGP for hundred percent deposit bonus up to hundred dollars. Once again, that's parlayplay.io promo code SGP. All right, look, so we're going to talk, obviously the SWAC uh, loaded with teams, a lot of teams in, in the SWAC. We will talk about the SWAC East, which consists of uh, Bethune Cookman, Alabama, a and uh, Alabama state, uh, Jackson state, Florida, a and and Mississippi Valley state. I believe I got everyone there, but before we do that, I want to switch over to the B side. So hang tight. 